I just want to start from the outset to say that any decision we make today may change tomorrow. In order to have the best expert advice, we have commissioned... Supercoach 360. <laughs> the time's going up. It's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen, time for the show. Mate, 100%. We need to find out why they think it's okay to say anything. It's certainly one of the greatest challenges in the history of the game. That's what they want to try and do. Megastar to megastar! In this regard, we're leaving every option on the table. Excellent. Oh, what was that, something special! You know what? Uh, that's not talent. Oh. Supercoach 360! The best way to handle these things is to stay measured, stay calm, you know, live your life as normal. Unless we start finding it off the people... Who actually just do it? it makes a little ordinary life feel a little bit better for that man. Makes sure. Supercoach 360. Podcast. From the outset to say that any decision we make today may change tomorrow. In order to have the best expert advice, we have commissioned... Supercoach 360. <laughs> <laughs> the time's going up. It's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen, time for the show. Mate, 100%. We need to find out why they think it's okay to say anything. It's certainly one of the greatest challenges in the history of the game. That's what they want to try and do. Megastar to megastar! In this regard, we're leaving every option on the table. Excellent. Oh, what was that, buddy? something special! You know what? Uh, that's not talent. Oh. Supercoach 360. The way to handle these things is to stay measured, stay calm, you know, live your life as normal. Unless we start finding it off the people... Who actually just do it? it makes a little ordinary life feel a little bit better for that moment. Makes sure. Supercoach 360 podcast. G'day, what's going on? It's Supercoach World. Oh, I forgot to press record. G'day, welcome to Supercoach 360. How you doing? It's your boy, Jesse J. We're here in the coach's box uh, for, man, our massive week of round one football to discuss and round two to talk about. How did you go? How's your super coach going? Do you have any burning questions? We've got a bunch of that to get through. If you're in on Facebook, jump in the Facebook Live, leave us a question. We'll get to them as we go throughout the show. I'm in here with my uh, faithful companions, uh, Bergs, doing the shares as always, and Con, how you doing, brother? I'm good, mate. How are you? Good, mate. Looking for your button. Oh, I've swapped buttons this That's week. Right. This is going to get confusing. Um, how'd you go? Oh, I'm not as good as you, I'll put it bluntly. I'd got 1080-something. Um, not horrible. No, nah, not horrible. Decent start. Played Camperera. Played Birdo. So, obviously, left a few a few mistakes. Uh, left... Um, who on the bench? Left Coates on the bench. I think he got a 38. I left... Um, Ford on the bench with his 62. So 59. that's what... 59. 59 it got downgraded to. Still, that's what bit me in the ass, really. Um, just leaving those extra points on the bench. Captain Turbo at the um, last minute. Lovely. Yep. Um, I drafted all right, so cheering on that. Learned how to, what a waiver was. Um, oh, oops. I didn't know what I was getting myself into. It's going to be a roller coaster ride of a season for any draft fans. Make sure you check out. Um, the Ranger podcast, what I started doing one with Pool Man, uh, two blokes, one draft. So check that one out. Shout out to Watto, I believe. He's stats got, man. Yeah, hey, he's got a, a question in there for us tonight. Supercoach stats man. G'day, Bergs. How you doing? You still doing the shares, bud? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Just quickly chiming in. All right. So, Com, what about you, bro? How'd you go? I'm okay. Okay. Listen to this modest. No, it was. It was okay. Um, pretty happy. Don't know if I'll be doing trades this week, so that's what makes me happiest. Cheering, cheering, cheering. That's all you want, right? You just want to know, okay, well, in that case, let's talk about my trades. I'm thinking about going to your boy KP. I've got Birdo, and I'm thinking of giving him the Budo. Bang. Like, he got a 19, and his break-even is going to be massive unless he brains it against the Storm. 
which even without Munster, I mean, I know you got Wishart at 5.8. You've got Adokar that knows the Storm there. But still, I don't see him picking apart the Storm. I'm pretty sure down in Melbourne as well. So, To our credit, we do okay. We do hold our own down in Melbourne if you have a look at past history. We don't win, but we hold our own down there, even with shit aside. So I don't expect it to be a blowout either way. Um, but for me, I, I don't think... Well, I don't think Birdo's your man. I think Birdo was never a get-on. I think once Dewey... Everyone knew what Dewey was coming back to do. And I think once KP got opened up or you didn't go the cheapy route of Katoa, I think Birdo was off the table a little bit. I was going him as a pod. Didn't work out in my he eyes. He's still highly owned. I think you'll find he was like 20 something percent owned, 20, even not 28 last week. Um, he was sort of unch- like, dang it, we've seen what he did in the World Cup, but he's still untried at the Bulldogs, mate. You know what I mean? Like, we, we haven't set the world on fire for a long time. That whole edge is new. Yeah. That was the first game together. It's a work in progress. Kikau's first game at the club. Alamotti hasn't played much first grade really at all. Fox has been there, Burton's been there. But I think everyone was hanging on the World Cup, you know? Like, well, oh, I just saw what he could do last year and stuff, and we saw him have a bit of a rise, and I just felt like he'd be gelling with the team, but the team's changed a lot when you think about it. New coach, like they got rid of their coach, new coach now. New hooker. Yeah, exactly, new hooker. He's got kicks back, but he hasn't played with kicks in a couple of seasons. Well, when he was playing kicks too, he was mainly playing outside kicks in the centres. Yeah, exactly. Wasn't really, like he played inside him a few times, but that was it, just a few. So, yeah, I took the I took the gamble, but for me, it didn't pay 20, off. Twenty nine point three percent took that gamble. <clears throat> yeah. So what would you say? Get off? Get on? No, not get on. Obviously. No, definitely not get on. Would you hold? But if you you've started the year on the on the pretense you've seen something, that's like a lot of. People that I've seen getting thrown up to get traded out this week. But there's a whole bunch that we'll talk about that I might still say yes to the trade, but there'll be a specific reason behind it. Like, for me, there's a specific reason behind this trade. He scored 19. He's going to lose cash. I'm just going to go straight to well, someone in the fives that won't lose cash, that will make cash. Is the round one break even a big deal? Like, is it, is it a big deal? Like, you've got it only stays in for, to get it back, don't you? Yeah, it only stays in for one price rise, but it's a question of what he's got coming after that, and he doesn't exactly have super smooth draw coming up. Oh. That, I mean, that, look, that's my thoughts. I'm the one that took the, the risk on him, and I'm thinking, yeah, get him out of my team. I saw Caelan Ponga jump sideways at someone the other day. Did you guys see that? Well, I was expecting more base out of Burton. Yeah, that's it. We got, no, we got nothing out of him. Hopefully 35-ish. Well, that would have been his lowest score for the year, but with a 19, yeah, he'd be jumping off. Yuck. Yeah. Yeah, sweet ass. Cool. So I'm not wrong. So then who do I go to? I'm thinking KP. Um, yeah, you answer that one, bud. You... Right, well, oh, you answer it. Yeah, KP's the, ov- KP's the obvious choice for what me. What about Brimo? I like Brimo, but he scored a try in his 66. What about Ezra Mim? I like Ezra. We talked about Ezra early in earlier on in the season. For me, um, have you got Katoa? The Dolphins Katoa, does he? No, I do not. See, for me, he's 200,000. You can do so much money, so much of that money elsewhere in your team to strengthen it up, if not have it ready for next week when you boost, you know, and pull in two guns. That's the plan. You know? um, I'd 
I'd wait another week. I was going to do that trade. Well, I'm not necessarily doing two guns. Um, doing... No, I mean, Burton to Kasala, I'd wait another week. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. I'm not doing it till next week. Well, I mean, I've done Berto to KP. I'm thinking Boyd to him next week if Boyd's not performing. I don't know if I'm going to hold him, especially if DFE's staying on the left. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's a few things to consider there, and I'm willing to use three trades straight out next week. Another one just to pick, pin, uh, write down in your book while you're writing things down there for halfback. Ilias, watch him. 100%, bro. Got a break even well. at the moment of negative 16. He's still got to play this week. Now, granted, it's against the Panthers Thursday night. Like, so it may not be a very high-scoring game. Like, he's out there against Nathan, but he's also out there against Jerome. You know, he's got Cody Walker in the south. Looked all right. Trail plays. Yeah, this could be an interesting one, man. Like you were saying before the show, I don't think I even really care who wins. It's about who wins in September when they face each other. Good chance they'll both be there at this rate. Well, no, I didn't say they don't care. They care who wins, but I don't think they care enough to play Trail. Yeah, I reckon I'll save yeah. Trail. Yeah, if he's if he's underdone, yeah. And who gets to run then? Tap. Yeah, think so. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so what do you got over there, Juzzy? Where are you going? Also, just quickly, got to give a shout-out to Southcott Hydraulics. How you going, guys? Um, Bowsy. Bowsy. Our, our pro drifter. That's what he is. So he's Champion back bloke, too. Yeah, he is. Coming, he's coming out for another season of pro drifting this year, too. Come luck, second buddy. last year overall, so... This is killing it, Vowsy. Good on you, bud. On for bigger and better things, actually, this year for first. Um, sponsors, get on him. If someone wants to throw some money at something, get on Vowsy. He's going to be a champion. So, yeah. Sweet. Good on you, Vowsy. All right. Well, first things first, we talked about our scores. We've got uh, PPM with Braddo coming up a little bit later on. We've got, uh, we were going to talk team changes, but there's not really many of them. No doubt we'll get round to them. Otherwise, you've probably heard them. Uh, team lists, you know, Google, when this shit works. Uh, we're going to talk about who's looking good. We're going to talk about who's looking garbage. We're going to talk about uh, injuries from the weekend because there was a couple. Um, we've got a whole bunch of questions. We've got Billy Marion from NRL Supercoach All-Stars. We had a little bit of a chat with him last night. Um, and then we're just going to talk about a bunch of the players, boys. I just want to throw them out there. You've got a whole bunch of questions, which I really want to talk about. Like, so, Cleary, boys, I'm thinking about trading Cleary. Am I crazy? Uh, why'd you get him? Pardon? I got him for the long term, but if he didn't fire at the start, I can't afford to lose the cash. I'm willing to burn trades for cash. Where are you going to go with the money? Like, who's really... I'm probably going to hold the money for Nico because I don't have to trade him to round four because of the buy. Um, and I'm thinking about going on Nikotoa sort of the week before. It's a question of what do I do, what I do do in there. I'm not entirely sure who I'm going for yet. I'm thinking possibly Sam Walker before the price change, if he's got a low break even, because the, the roosters start slow. So if he's going to pump out a little bit, get smashed around a bit, sweet as. He wants to take it to the line. I'm happy with that. Go for it, bud. Like, I know... I know. We've got a few extra trades this year. Like, I know there's a little bit in the, in the trade bank, so to speak, as in we get to spend a little bit more, but do you really want to trade your keeper halfback that kicks goals and at any given moment could... He's a clutch player, mate. He can pull the trigger any time. It happens. He's a 150 man. You've seen... He's a 200 man. You've seen this. I have. Um, 
you're not going to get this out of some of these other guys and do you want to miss the boat? And okay, yes, you do this trade and you free up some money and you get in Nico or whatever you do, but at some point, sometimes we've all had it happen, you can't get that guy back. And then the money becomes an issue or something like that and you lose 150 points a week. Hundred, say, averaging eighty points there, ninety points, still thirty above the rest. You know, yeah, a lot of points by the end of the year. I'm hearing what you're saying. I, I understand am. the money factor, but you brought him in. Like, I, he's not, he's not like that high guy you've brought in on the in case. He is that guy. You know what I mean? He's he's come out and got a fifty. Big deal, man. Like fifty three. I'm just said I'm thinking about it. Like, don't get me wrong. If he goes out and brains it. This week, then sweet. Right? But if the team isn't clicking, if there's a couple of issues floating around at the moment or they're starting slow for whatever reason, they got the buy round three as well. They might be purposefully going, you know what, boys? We'll use these first two as trials. You know, we can afford to drop them. You know, could they be that cocky? I reckon they fucking could. It could also be a long-term strategy. I mean, the Roosters pretty much do the same thing. Bellamy likes his round one win, but doesn't give a fuck if you lose round two. No, he likes to get his he likes his um streaks and shit, his records. He likes money in the bank early. Yeah. They're, they're, you know what? That in saying that go we'll just touch on a bit of footy then. Like that game the other night, that para Melbourne game, that was a that was a great game. Cracking like, game to open the season, bro. You never really see teams come out the blocks like that and normally Melbourne blow teams off the park round one. It's been happening for twenty one years. <laughs> twenty this year. Well, 21, wasn't it? This no, was, he hit oh, the 20. Yeah. Well, there you go. It's been happening a long time. But I feel power really stuck it to them. Like, they were in the game nearly the whole game. Yeah, they were in the out. game the whole game, you know. It was a 84-minute uh, game. So, it was a great game. Like, great game to watch for the opening thing. And then I think footy dropped off a little bit after that. No, it was a good weekend of footy. I enjoyed it all. The sharks Rabbitohs game was good. Nice game, not so much. Titan game suck. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Because I was rating the Tigers, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, so good. Dolphins Roosters boys. What about that one? That was good. You know what? It was good to see the, the fins go. The fins. That was um, awesome. I was so happy for them. Fins up, boys. Yeah. No one, no one, except for like probably ten fins <laughs> supporters expected it. You know. Oh, they got a base up there, bro. They know what they've been building. They believe in it. Yeah. They got uh, the community behind them. Yeah, have you guys started watching that Dawn of the Dolphins yet? No. Get on it, cracker. Watched it the other day. Hundred percent. Yeah, Stan. Alright, so you want to go into some super coach or but nah, why not? What do you got? I don't know. I've just literally got the word Defi written down. Let's talk about it. What about it? What do you mean what about it? It was gonna be this right side monster outside Tanner Boyd and eleventh hour, he's now been switched to the left. Kieran Ford, do I get rid of Tanner Boyd as a result? Is Defe going to get more good ball now? Do they realise now that they just have to rely on him? 
Is he going to come round 12? They're going to be like, David Fafita's not the fucking answer. He's 100% going to get better ball. Yeah. He's got Foz inside him. So do you get right, in, <laughs> right on him now? Is, is Foz in? Have Toby you got Jackson's David on the extended Fafita? bench, boys. No, well, Foz, Foz probably won't play this week from what I've seen. It's like a one to two weeker. He's just named. I'd be surprised if he played. So Toby Sexton's in there. It'd be the same thing as what you're saying about Latrell Mitchell. Like, why would you play him round two um, when it's, you know what I mean, it's very early in the season. You don't, risk, man too. you don't risk your marquee, one of your marquee signings in the off-season, let's face it. He's sort of semi-marquee being the 5-8 they brought there to change their direction, you know. And had, he looked good the other day. Like, let's be honest, he didn't look terrible up there, Foz. Yeah, I'm thinking about getting off Boyd. Definitely. Just feeling. Where you going? Don't know. I've no idea. For me, I'll definitely. It's a way watch and see on Elias, of course, but. Is well, he your hooker? Got him, or I've got him in hooker, so I'm waiting and I'm probably watching Sony Luke pretty closely this week. Yeah, yeah. sweet as. See if his minutes increase. Well, you know what? That brings up my next point, which is. um. Who do you go at hooker? Is Jeremy Marshall King a sneaky pod? He's 610,000, bro. I know. He's an awkward price. Didn't he look good up against the Roosters? I like him. Look, I like he him is. a lot. Look the goods. But, it, yeah, how are you going to get the money to get there? If you started with a Robson or a Green, you're pretty happy. Yeah. It's only if you started at Smith and you can upgrade. Or if yeah. you've got someone who's awkwardly priced like yeah, Cook, uh, Tanner Boyd. Cook went all right, didn't he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he got okay as well. I mean, you only need 300, 200 something K to get there from Tanner Boyd. Yeah, this time of year, that's selling a gun almost. Almost. It's a lot of, it's a lot of coin. It, don't get me wrong, if you sold Nath, that'd work for you, you know? My, my plan is, like, don't, don't look at me crazy like that. My plan is if I do have to revert to selling one of these guys because they're going to lose cash. My goal is to get them back in two but or three weeks. But how much cash are you expecting him to lose? What are you expecting? If he him? loses two hundred grand and I manage to make two hundred grand off someone else, that's a four hundred grand swing for the two trades. Trades are worth one hundred and fifty. I've made a hundred k net profit. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, worth hundred and fifty. Like, but that, that's it. It's worth it, especially if they don't go on brain and runs. It's a gamble, Burks. But I'm willing to take it. Let's face it. Everything went up this year, so you'd have to say that trades have probably gone up fifty grand as well with the. Everything else that's gone up. Well, that's it. So, so that's, that's my goal. So 200 grand. So you've made 50 grand out of your trades. For Nath, when in amongst all that, he's probably going to turn up at least once or go close. Well, you can say that, but you can't guarantee that. You know what I mean? And No, and... I can't. But on averages, if it's a game of numbers. On a game of numbers, he tends to do well at least one in every so many games. Yeah. Hey, I wouldn't sell Nath. I wouldn't sell Nath either. I think it's... I think it's crazy. I'd only sell Nath if Hines was playing and Hines isn't playing. I'd only sell Nath if he was hurt, to be honest. All right. That's the only way you see me sell Nath probably out of my side. Like, and granted, if he's going to lose 300 grand for sure, you know, like you'd have to look at that. But at this point, he scored a 52 or 53. This week, if he comes out, scores 120. Fucking not even a top, not even a bet. He's not even a murmur next week of selling Nath. No, 100%. Yeah, there's it's not. Not a murmur. Everyone's going, oh, fucking Nath. And the ones that sold him are going, oh, fuck. Yeah. How do I get him back without... Reverse you know? trades. Six trades gone. You know, and it's like crazy, man. Like, you didn't get him in at the start of the year. He wasn't the 
on a whim guy. You know what I mean? You know what he's been doing it for years now. You know what he was? He was the top dollar, so that way I can look for value-efficient downgrades that are going to generate cash instead of lose cash. That's what him and Teddy and, well, no, not Turbo. Turbo was there mainly because I expect him to generate cash. And that's why I've gone with those guns where I have. Right now, I know I might sacrifice points, but if they're not putting on points, I feel like, you know what, I might take that gamble. I've got the boost, and I can do six trades in two weeks if I've got to. I figure I've got 10 trades in three to four weeks, and then I back off. And I'm, I'm, But it's just about team setting for me at the moment. I need to get my team set, and I need to get set where it needs to be. Because otherwise, I'm going to stand to lose heaps of cash, and then I'm behind the eight ball. And that's how I get left with Kahoos in my team. That's how I get left with those shitters in my team because I haven't had the cash to do what I need to do properly. Yeah, but I don't know if selling knife's the answer to that. I know, I know you don't. That's just all what I'm saying. I did, I've said this all pre-season. I'm going crazy this year. I'm going rogue. But for me, it's all about making cash and right. just pretty much nothing but making cash. I've got to balance that with Have points. you got any more on your list? Well, Cleary, Deefy, Ruben Garrick. Let's talk about him. He's got a buy this week. Yeah. yeah, I know, but it looked real good. Yeah. If you had him in your side, would you trade him? No way. Exactly. Why would people do that? Um, money, like you're going on about right now. But he's got a buy. There's a difference. I don't see him losing money after what he did the other day with Turbo. He won't lose money, but they're talking about utilise it. Provided you didn't get an injury on the weekend, I see, I see where you can trade in and out. Like, I think it was... The COVID year when you had enough trades to sort of trade in. You could have luxury trades that year where you could trade in and out fullbacks on games and sort of stuff like that. I think that's where a bit of mentality is with that. People are probably going to trade Garrick out for a, oh, someone high, but then probably trade Garrick back in a week later, if you know what I mean. Well, if you went to Joe Manu or something, they had to buy in round four. Yeah. There you go, and then you just trade Garrick back in, use Manu for that week, which he would be a pod play, you know what I mean? Especially if you scored well this week and didn't have to do any, like in your situation, like where you haven't, you don't have to use trades if you don't want to, and you think far out, I can probably pull a mad pod play here, uh, get Joey Manu, sell Garrick. Next week when Manu's got his buy, buy Garrick back and not worry about Manu till comes time for Teddy to go to Origin, you know? and then pull him back in when you know he's cash money getting them scores rather than every couple of weeks, you know? Yo, so you were saying you would literally use trades to interchange guns during buys? No, I didn't say that's that. That's what I just said. That's what you're saying? I'm just saying I've seen it, and I remember it happening a couple of years back. People were interchanging guns when we had, what did we finish the year with? More than enough trades to finish the year that COVID year when footy came back. No, thanks, so. Yeah, see, for me, every trade's got to be making me cash at this point of the season. I mean, I'll trade out fullbacks, I'll trade out halfbacks, I'll trade out hookers if I have to. I'll trade out wherever I need to because I can't afford to lose that cash. I've been given that cap, but I can't lose that cash. I can let them lose that cash, and then I just got to try and time my run and jump back on. <clears throat> so I'll be looking at them very closely, obviously. Like, it'll just be like, all right, get off for a little bit, and then I don't care if I get them. As long as I get them in a decent value for what I'm prepared to pay for them, I'm happy. But some of these guys are a bit overs at the moment, especially if you're going to pump out 50 to start the year slow. I know they're all guns. They'll end up in my side. I'm just hoping I can make a couple of hundred K off to people no one expects you to make a couple of hundred K off. Still, yeah, again, we've had one game sample size for that. Like, I'm aware. I'm aware. 
I'll be watching him round two. I'm not trading him this round. I, I wouldn't consider doing that that week early. But he does have the buy in the next week, so I don't even have to trade him out the next week. I can then have a look and see if there's anyone that it's like, all right, do I really need to do anything? Same thing with Manly. Like, I don't have to wait. I can wait to that week before I'm, when I'm thinking about trading Cleary and go, all right, cool, now I can bring in some of those Manly players that I'm looking at. I'm just wh- weighing like up these- my options. Like, I might downgrade Turbo uh, Cleary to Dally. You know what I'm saying? It's more of a sideways trade. But if I think he's the one that's on form to start the year, I'll jump ship to him, even if it's four games. And then when Cleary starts coming on song round six in the lead up to Origin, straight back to Cleary, cheering. I think you're overthinking it, bro. You're going to run out of trades. All right. Yeah. What else you got on your list over there? What do you got on your list over All there, right. bro? I've got, um, <laughs> is it too early to boost, lads? Like, if you this week, if you scored under 1,000, say, because um, there were a few. Sorry, guys. Um, but if you scored under 1,000, would you use a boost this week to just right your wrongs? Um, I mean, look, you've got to have a few wrongs to do that. Like, I, I get it, but next week, definitely. Like, without a doubt. Anyone disagree? No, I'm definitely boosting next week, I feel. Like, yeah, at this point I am. Especially, it's just if need be. I hope not, I don't have to trade again next week. That'd be glorious. Oh, cheering. All right, save those boosts and be able to do those triple trades whenever you want. Like, that's epic. For me, it's yeah, it's all about the money change. Yeah, I'll be boosting next week, I dare say. Yeah. This week, I mean, if you feel your team is in that much disarray and you messed up, hard to start. Yeah, without a doubt. I boosted early last year. I'd... I've said all through the preseason, I'll probably allow two boosts the first two weeks. And if you really need to push a third week three, I mean, by that stage, I think you probably are over-boosting, so just calm down. Well, Teddy was turbocharged early, made a mass comeback, and then just couldn't ease off. Yeah, he couldn't, couldn't step off the accelerator, just let it roll, cruise, hit the cruise control. Well, see, it... my thing is with not boosting this week, but definitely trading this week, it's all about the value for the dollar, yeah? Like, the whole thing is the value for the dollar. Now, you've got to try to maybe, you can't bring them all in next week, the ones that are going to go up. So you've got to sort of maybe, if you have got a couple of extra duds, more so than you, like, you feel, you finish rather well, whereas... No, I've got, like, Calm Pereira and shit like that. Yeah, but see, I, I, I captain Turbo, so that gave me an extra 100 points on you, and you still finished close to 100, uh, close to 60, 70 points in front of me. You know, and so without that captaining, I was in even bigger trouble, you know. Um, so, yeah, that's just the sort of thing you got to look at too. Like for me, I, I know I've sort of got a bit of work to do there. So this week, yes, we'll do trades. Probably will go to do, from Dury to like a Ford um, or maybe a Tommy Talao to like a, um, I'm thinking the hammer, but I'm not, I'm not 100% sold on the hammer. I just like. What I've seen, but I'm still Straight not sold up, you on brought the Straight up, you brought us here. I want to see another week. Hammer's one of the people I want to talk about. He's on my list of players down here. I just feel like everyone on everyone's lips, so let's just talk about him. Um, yeah, so you're obviously for it. Con, what's your thoughts? Do you... Uh, I'm waiting another week. You're waiting another week. Definitely. But first, the first thoughts, eye test, look good. Yeah. If they can pull much it. busier than I expected. Well, then he's what, shown. what do you have in hit-ups? Yeah, like 18 hit-ups or something. Which is pretty decent. Yeah, wouldn't have had that in the last four years of his career in one game. You know, what in I mean? a season. So you were, you were commenting saying that you haven't seen him look that strong and just running the middle line the way he did. He was just there, like it. You know what? 
a lot of the time, and and this isn't to all fullbacks. It's not all fullbacks are the same as we know. Everyone's got different fullbacks, but um, he was he was up up there with the forwards in the middle a lot. You know, he was ready for that broken play, and he has got some speed. So, a couple of line breaks, like I'd. He's not going to set the world on fire of his passing game or anything like that. But up the middle with the big boppers and they find that hole for him, he's away. Like, he's... Oh, well, Jeremy Marshall, he's going to continue to do what he did. He looked good too. Like, really good. Um, he had he had good deception if you if we were, if we were really breaking down the game. His deception out of dummy half was unreal. Like, a couple of times he tricked everyone, bro. Everyone thought he was going right and then, boom, that little jump and just flick left. Beautiful. Yeah, so... He's just one I'm thinking of pulling the trigger on early. Like, I'm not 100% sold on it yet because it's got, a big deal. But I've got work to do, unlike you, you you know. So no, I've got work to do. You do have work to do, but I've, I've got more to do. happy to ride it out and for a week, I feel. Yeah. I'd like to somehow get KP, but I just can't see it feasible for me at the moment. I feel even if stuff does go not my way, I feel three trades would be enough to rectify it. Next week. Yeah, same. Uh, well, I've done one trade this week. Um, Budo to KP. So, got rid of Burton. Don't like what I've seen. Same thing. I'll wait for him to warm up. See what happens. Hopefully, he loses 100k, 150k. Every cent counts at this point of the game. So, yep, gone. Hopefully, someone's going to make some money. How um, many people jumping sideways? Everyone's talking about, well, whether he can stay on the field and concussions and head knocks and stuff. Um, but... I'm going to put a little bit of faith in KP, even if it is for four games. You know what I mean? Like, see what he can do. And if he gets me two, three good price rises, sweet as. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how much I'm sticking loyal, especially in the first part of the game. Um, yeah, it just depends on who's going to get me that cash. And then injuries, man. Like, injuries is the thing I've got to be real careful about. Well, everyone's going to get him. Yeah. It's an inevitable part of the game. Like. Do you guys have you guys lost anyone yet? No, I was lucky. I I didn't I didn't start with Munster. Luckily, um, a few people did though. Like he was high price favourite, top scorer in five eight. Yeah, look good too. Can't blame people starting with him. Look good too. Look real good. Um, if he didn't go off with that finger injury, he might have played. Like and let's talk about the fact that he came back on. First of all, hey, props to Bad Munster came back on with a bone sticking out of the side of his finger. And played a whole second half, bro. Led him to a win. Yeah. Incredible. Pretty tough. Incredible. He's a beast. Yeah. Yeah. And he still scored 65. Yeah. Yeah, He didn't have a dutter. Yeah. Yeah, well, compared to other 5'8s, there was only like Dewey, Ponga, and AJ above him, I think. So who do you go to? Who you take the punts on? You do a downgrade to Katoa? I mean, you probably can't. If you don't have a Dewey, I think you... Dewey should be way more owned than he is. Um, we all seen what Dewey does. Like he's he's his starting price was because he got shuffled around that pack. Like he was in the deck of cards last year. He was a center. He was five eight. He was a bench. He he came back from serious injury too. I think so. It was it was a big year for Adam Dewey and still finished with a rather decent average. And then start of the year unders. From what he scored, so he's he's the obvious choice if you're going anywhere. And if you if you've already got Dewey, then it all comes down to the rest of your team. If your team's done well, I think you can 
afford to maybe pod on with like an AJ or something like that, but if you need the money to go elsewhere, I think you'd probably go down to Katoa and strengthen up the rest of your side. You'd probably be able to bring solid forward and a solid back in. See, I'm holding off on the Katoa until next week. Want to see how he goes and make sure he's going to make decent coin. Um, and two, because he might end up in my halfback. If Tanner Boyd goes, or if you know one of my hookers goes and Tanner Boyd goes to hooker, the plan is Katoa in the halfback and then possibly Schuster into the 5-8 spot the week later. So I might just, you know... Well, there's still no word on Schuster's injury. You don't know if he's coming back or not. And it's a calf, isn't it? Leg, some sort of leg. Yeah, yeah you got to be careful with the calf. They can take a little bit longer than people let on sometimes. Nico Hines apparently out for five to six rounds. Well, That's the male coming out of camp now. Round six is their buy round. So there you go. So even if he was to come back, say, if he was named or maybe ready for five, would you just... No, you'd hold him to seven, wouldn't you? you Unless they're four and oh. No, they're not four and oh. Exactly. They already got beat, didn't they, the other night? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They made it on four. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. What else you got? Didn't you have a whole bunch of questions? Let's jump into there. Um, yeah, I do. Do you want to talk about the ring while I pull them up? Um, yeah, get on uh, nrlsupercoachchampion.com. So you can get a Supercoach 360 cent, get yourself one of the premiership rings. About 100 bucks, 5 bucks split between everyone in your league. Great way to get bargain rights. If you want to earn your own, what do I have to do, Con? Poor promo man. I've got no idea. He's doing something. Yeah. So it will come back to the ring then. Um, seeing as promo man's doing something else. Alex Sova. Have Dewey and Burton. Is Burton a trade to Ponga or should I give him another chance? We're just talking about that. Um, Personally doing it. Get rid of him, bro. Go to Ponga straight away, we feel. Right, yeah, look, his draw isn't favourable. He's really going to have to play, and that team's going to have to get through some grit first, really. Um, so for me, it's back off for a little bit. Hopefully he drops 150k. Jump back on. Yeah. I like it. Good idea, Jazzy. KP. All right, Michael Mizzy. Is Junior Paulo, or Barlo as they pronounce it, Going to keep pumping out good scores or no? He's 480k. He's very nice, lads. He's juicy origin forward. You know, he's just warming up, really. I mean, Parramatta had a big defensive game against the Storm the other night, you'd have to say. They've got work to do while definitely Maddo and Lane are out. Yeah. You know, that's sort of relying on everyone that's sort of starting at the moment to do them little bit extras while they got them dudes out, but what happens when they come back? Does that mean that Paulo and that get a bit of a rest and that affects it? Like, when are they back in two weeks? Look, he's, he goes on runs, doesn't he, Junior Paulo? Yeah, I'd, I'd watch another week, see how yeah. he goes. Yeah. I think he had a few attacking stats in there. Yeah, Does he's he? definitely not pulling up tries and line breaks every week. Massive game too, like against yeah. Melbourne. like. Yeah, so wait another week on that, Mick. Uh, Alex Brems, what is to be done with Ronaldo Molitano? Do I stick strong? Bloke dropped a nine and is 640k. It makes him sick. Yeah, I'd be, ju- <laughs> I'd be jumping off because that, I mean, unless he comes out and brains it this week, you know, and that scores only his rolling average for a week, I'd be getting off, letting him dump the cash, and then considering whether to pick him up again around the time Nico comes back. 
Nico will get him good ball. They'll score tries on the wing. Yeah, it's a massive thing, that nine, isn't it? Like, mm. Not even to get the double digit. Yeah, it's um, pretty bad. It's pretty rough, yeah. I feel sorry. Where's so, where's your hit-ups, bud? You know, where's yeah. your going in for a run? Like, not there, non-existent. Got Parramatta next week. Marty. That's Marty. Hello, Marty, bipping and, and yelling. Uh, yeah, I'd trade, but where to, lads? You got to think. Garrick's on the buy. He was the obvious choice if he didn't have a buy, but he does. Um... I don't think I wait another week just to see. I think, like you said, Nico Hines is a big factor in all their points coming. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm on Nick Meany. He did quite well. If you can afford Garrick or Val, straight there, because um, the goal kicking's the added bonus. Um, Campbell Graham. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Louie. I'm sorry, buddy. Speared you away from him last week. I said he was clubbed. I was clubbed. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bro. 100-point swing. You may as well just left Hopgood on the bench. Yeah, oh, people did. Rough. People did. Yeah, Lots but of people. at least then they would have gotten, you know, the player that they played score, even if it was Ronaldo's nine. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so... Sorry, um, bud. Yeah, he's got to get... I think you've got to get rid of him, Alex, for sure, bro. Martin Walker. I kept some money in the kitty for Nico, but thinking I need to use it as who knows when he's back. Should I use the money to ditch Burton? For Grant via Jules, or should I stick solid with Birdo and wait for Nico to return? Um, um, I'd go Burton or Grant now. Yeah, I don't think re- I don't think waiting to returns an option when they're not even solidly named. You know, it's it's still a, a week to week process. Mm. Could could end up blown out to round eight like original reports were. And it's not like Nico's going to outscore Harry by a mozza. Yeah, not. Not in them games, not when he's got possibly five, six Well, not games. over the season. Harry's Mr. Consistent base-wise, and he loves a run. The week in, week out, he'll pull in a 60. You know what I mean? Fairly reliably, a 50 or 60. And then he's got an attacking stat in him. He's a wizard. Yeah, straight up. Yeah. He's a wizard. So, yeah, um, pull the trigger on that. Get Nico. Uh, get, ri- get rid of the Nico thing and jump on Harry Grant for sure. Mind you, I'm not against holding some cash for a little bit, you know, a couple of weeks to be able to get some of these big budget players when they return. Like, you know, when Pappy's name, depending on how they're bringing him back, they're bringing him back from the bench, obviously stay away because he'll drop a heap of coin. But if they're bringing players straight back in the starting side like Nico, then, yeah, I'll be tempted to jump on because you want to be that pot option. So I think holding three, 400K and making sure you've still got stepping stones to him. Like for me, I'm thinking. What, so you're saying save 200k and jump on Jeremy Marshall King there instead. Instead of getting Harry Grant via Jules, get Jeremy Marshall King, who's 200 and something thousand dollars cheaper, and you'll have a bit of a kitty to start. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Or are you saying, fuck that, get Grant? Well, fuck see, that, I'm, get Grant. Yeah, yeah. See, I've, I've, I've already <laughs> got Grant. I'm, I'm saying um, holding cash for. A kitty to be able to get players like Nico in that back when they return yeah. isn't a crazy idea though. Yeah. Like I, I yeah, I've got no. Well, how long are you holding a kitty for? Two, three weeks really. Anything more than that, and I think yeah, I could probably be so using it and investing it to get value. How are you going to get the information that Nico's definitely going to be back in two or three weeks so you can start banking that cash? Well, I wouldn't. I'd be looking right now, two weeks out, three weeks ahead to round five, 
And then if Nico's named round five, I'd have a contingency to get him back then. And if he's not named till round five, um, then I'd be like, all right, well, I'm not going to get him back till after the buy. And I'll invest that cash knowing that I'm going to have the cash I need in three rounds. You're going to get grey by the end of this year with your contingency plans. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I just feel like you need them because if you miss out on those guys, man, you're, you're in a lot of trouble. But if they're going to dump a lot of cash, let them dump. Some weeks you just have a shit week, killer. That's yeah, yeah, I know, I know that. And you can't just trade your whole team because you had a shit week. And yeah. I understand that. All right. Luckily. Jamie Flynn. Hey, lads. I noticed a few people are trading Cleary for Ilias. I was thinking about doing the same, but then I think might be too early to trade Cleary. What's your thoughts? Keep another trade for a week or make the trade? You see, the Cleary trade for Ilias I'd do next week. If Ilias comes out and does a half-decent score again, like a reliable score, an 85 or something, that you can sort of go, all right, sweet. You know, we'll get this out of him, hopefully, most weeks. Then I'll roll with that for a couple of weeks for the sake of making 400K, especially if Nath's dropping cash. If Nath comes out and brain it, 120, 130, well, then no, you don't trade Nath. That's ridiculous. How, how are you getting Ilias to make 400K in a couple of weeks? I'm not saying he'd make 400K. For I'm me, if Ilias can, if I can trade out someone that's going to lose 200k and bring someone in that makes 200k, yeah, just I'd, I'd never count on the fact that Nate's going to lose 200k. I think that's crazy. Depends how he starts the season, bro. Yeah, my 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 answer to that is keep Nate. Hopefully, you have a Tanner Boyd as your other for uh, half. Um, if Ilias goes 100 this week and Nate goes 50, maybe. Or if Ilias, it's, if that's it's a conversation for next week, <laughs> if that's that way it goes, but I'm bringing in Ilias for a Tanner Boyd, not a Knife, first and foremost. Yeah, you know, for the for the same price, it's a no-brainer. Knife wouldn't even be in the question, or or shouldn't even be on the table. Yeah, well, don't don't get me wrong. I don't want Ilias as my starting <laughs> half. I wouldn't downgrade as low as Ilias for a starting half. That's where you're going, but that's no, where no, we're no. talking. Well, of people going like they're downgrading. If you, who's your other half? If, well, if I, Nate Cleary's your guy here. If I'm downgrading, I'm downgrading to a stepping stone. Daly Cherry Evans or Jerome Hughes. <coughs> Someone who's going to hover around that price point. It's only going to require 200k to get back to the premium when I need it. That's my goal. You know what I mean? I'm saying hang on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, yeah, I'm just saying hang on. Nate. Watch the break-evens and stuff, but ideally don't even sell Nate. It'd be that week everyone jumps off that he just starts pumping it. So. It's true. Um, okay, next question's from Watto. I won't jump off then. I'll captain him this week. <laughs> Do it. Watto, two blokes, one draft. Get into it. Um, would you hold Egan Butcher or move him on? Now, I touched on this with uh, Billy last night. We're having some Billy. Should we get to the chat with Billy then? Uh, after we finish the questions, they got two left. Oh, but, yeah. Um, Maybe we'll answer that question, Watto, in, in the chat with Billy, I think. But I don't think you should trade Butcher. He's if, on the left edge of the Roosters, bro. Hold. He, he says he could trade out Egan Butcher, move Kepi down to the second row, Uto to the bench and upgrade a front row. I was thinking Paulo, Barnett or Collins. See, I don't hate the idea of that, but if Kepi becomes a starting, front row, a starting second rower, I don't like that. I think Kepi's a benchy for now. Yeah. Especially with the buy this week. So you couldn't be contemplating it as a move this week. Just quickly on Egan Butcher. Hold Head on knock. It. 10 in the bin. Yeah. 38 still or something. In pure base after losing 14 points for the error that led to the sim bin. 
I think we sort of did about rough math on about 55, didn't we? We said Rick should have about 55. I did it. Well, well <laughs> he should have been on 52 without just the errors and the um, so, the sim bin. So, yeah, in theory, in that 10 minutes, he would have made a bit more too. So, yeah, I don't think you get rid of Egan. I think... No attacking look, in, stats for him this in week. In a couple of weeks, yes, they have the buy as well. It's, he's going to be another talking point. He's only going to have had one price rise, if any. No, he's had one by the time they have a buy. So I think, yeah, hang on, man. If anything, you try and upgrade Kepi. Yeah. Somehow get some money to upgrade Kepi or, or even Uto, Uto Ukumanu somehow. Um, and then his other part to his question, brother Watto, his last reserve of... I'd keep him too. Oh, sorry, didn't no, I? you're right. I thought you agreed. Um, last reserves, AKP. So, Cam Pereira, Talao, or Larero. Larero. More chance of getting the base done, isn't he? No, I, I sort of threw this up kind of a bit earlier. I, the, with Munster being out now, it's sort of probably a bit of a blessing in disguise for Larero because Munster tends to run it. And get away from him. So, I don't think... Wish I'll just... He'll just stand and deliver and give it to the big fella. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Do something, we'll defend. But defences can also line him up a lot easier without Munster. On yeah, that's, that's true. But you look at Munster, when he goes, he's pretty much looking for backs. Not as many of the big men are with him when he gets through that line. Well, he usually comes off his left foot too and just comes back towards the middle. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe. Um, all right, Michael Mizzy. I'd play lower year, probably just for the safety, early. Yeah, well, after Khan's bloody five. Yeah, yeah that, can't can't trust Pereira after that. That's, that's the lesson I've learned in round one for me is, that's right, start of the game is all about balancing that point, so you play as many of your forwards as possible, because at least they're more likely to rack up the base. They jag an attack and stat, you sweet. Once all the wings come on song, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. All right, cool. Now we start taking gambles with the with the wingers. Once you know the whole team starts to reach match fitness, and yeah, we start to see teams form and stuff. For I played AKP for what did he get a five in the end? Yeah, yeah, it did. I played a few dodgy centers this week, bro. Like I oof. think everyone did, bro. I think the thing was if you didn't gun up with Gary and um, Holmes, Graham, the likes of them, I think everyone had the Alamotis and the Meany did all right. See, what, a few people had chance and a few people had the bids. Yeah, got got a um, chance. He's got to get a mention. Did very well. Got to admit, he's one of my targets for next week. Yeah, I'm watching. I'm watching chance. Yeah, it's it's it. a he's tough on, run, but they've got. Yeah, that's it. But if he's going to get in, do the base work. If he doesn't care, he's going to you know fight hard. Then I'm all over that. All right, this is a good one. I like this one, fellas. Uh, lads, what's uh, Michael Mizzy? Hey, lads, what's your thoughts on going Jeremy Marshall King as a pod? He got a really, he's got a really good draw, no buys till round 11. Doesn't play Origin. Looked really good last season. I feel he's in for a huge one. I currently have Cheese and Boyd, and I'm not liking either of them. My preferred hooker, Harry Grant, is 250k more than Marshall King, and I could really use the extra 250k to help bring in my number one target, Ruben Garrick, next week. Two other options are, I've considered a read, Marty. Sorry. And Josh Hodgson, uh, cheaper, but Marshall King keeps getting his attention. What should he do? Now, Hodjo turned the clock back. Played 80. How long is that going to last? See that mad dummy, dude? Led to like a line break or something. 
He went through, I think. Look, not telling you to jump on either of them, but either. No, I'd go Marsh King over them. Yeah, definitely. Personally. Definitely. Um, Look good. Dolphins came out to play, man. If you don't want to go all the way up to Harry either, Reese Robson's there in between Marsh King and Grant. High sixes. All reliable. It was 74 this week for me, so it wasn't horrible. No attack stats, I think. Not what I remember. Yeah, and Granville came on, didn't touch his minute. Yep. Either, so that was another thing I watched and noted, actually. Um, I like, you'll be, he'll be a pod too, I think, for a while as well, Marshall King. I think you'll definitely have pod. Um, no, he did have tries, sorry. Did he? But you still, out of Marshall King, I think you'll get that pod, pod value, you know? How many percent owned is Marshall King, do you know? All right, Robson's 8% owned. Oh, he's pod too. That's under pod. 678,000. Fuck, near 700k. See, that's another 70 grand, and that might take away from him getting Ruben Garrick next week. Good. So, I'm just saying it was an option. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's questions for the week. Um, there's a few live ones by the look of it. Jeez. All right, I'll jump into the live. And do a video actually, and do the liveies after that. Yeah, it's it. I'll do. Uh, I'll do Billy's video. Good evening, <laughs> super coaches. We have a special guest with us tonight. Is Billy from the All Stars podcast? Billy, how are you, mate? Awesome, guys. Been a How's sensational, thir- been a sensational thirty-minute warm-up to this, but looking forward to even talking more. Skull another one, bro. It's the best thing for it. <laughs> as you know, Same we love thing. Billy's. On, as you know, we love Billy's on the show, and we, we, we've um, we have we've been hard up getting them on. So, cheering. Yeah, it's it. Finally, <laughs> I'm glad you have Billy on the show, Bergs. Aren't you cheering? I am. It's been it's been a rough ride we've got there. We've been pushing um, for years. <laughs> uh, Ado's uh, pushing uh, for it as well, just quietly. Uh, it's good to be here finally, guys. Been chatting to you guys for a few years now. It's finally, it's good to finally get on and uh, get to know the real Bergs. No, nothing disappoints, mate, at all. Thanks, mate. Let's appreciate that. Uh, Billy, you're part of the uh, NRL Supercoach All Stars. You guys have a podcast and stuff, yeah? Yeah, mate. Same as you guys. We've been going for oh, many years now. I think we started this about 10 or 12 years ago. Um, but um, same as everyone else, you know, chat threads and just getting a few mates together, but um, about five years ago, Mark Barnes put together a podcast and invited me on. And it's his podcast, mate. He's the man. He drives it. He does all the absolute pain in the ass work. I just come on, have a couple of rums, and uh, try to talk stats without uh, dissing my ears too much, mate. And now I understand why you get along with Berg so well. You guys piece from the same fucking pod. I'm obviously Yeah. What <laughs> <laughs> Westies represent, mate? Represent. Um, so, how, how have you gone? Round one, dusted. Looking into round two, how, how have you gone so far? Have you started the way you would hope? Uh, not the way I would have hoped, but pretty happy. Um, managed to avoid a lot of the crap, you know, the, the mid-range stuff in the second row that have sort of low sort of PPM um, worked out pretty well. Um, managed to miss a lot of the uh, the bench forwards getting 10 and 20 minutes. So, you know, stinking up the bench like you know, Spencer Linio, sort of, you know, 2020, 2021. Um, a bit disappointing with the way the sentence three quarters went, but no high base of 30, 40. So 
look, I'm, I think I scored around 1,100. So it's not not too bad, considering no one really kind of fired, apart from uh, the same caps that everyone else has got in, you know, sort of Turbo and, um, you know, Holmes. But hopefully this week, a couple of little sort of pods kind of prevail. I think I'm lo- really looking forward to seeing how Egan Butcher goes this week and Teddy pulling his fucking finger out with more than a 50% completion rate at the Chooks. But we'll see how we go. Did you play Hopper? Hop good. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding? Dude, no, no, there's people out there that didn't, so it's a legitimate question, unfortunately. Why? Yeah, I don't understand, Why? and it's spewing for those people. Because, yeah, absolutely Mate, drained start- it first week out. I think Mate, my, people- starting, my, start, my starting second row is Fafita because of his run, Hopgood, and Katoa. Yeah, sweet. I think mine's Luero <laughs> instead of... But, yeah, pretty similar. Mine's Fafita, Butcher and Butcher at the moment. Oh, yeah, I got Egan Butcher in there as well. He actually went really well. Mate, the the only... Look, considering they had bugger all ball, and I I think I was talking to you guys before, um, just before we started, just for your listeners real quick. They had 21 completed sets of like 36 with 10 or 15 minutes to go. For Egan Butcher... Sorry, for Nat Butcher to score what he did, with absolutely no no possession and that sort of error rate, and also for Egan Butcher to score what he did, even though it was forty points, with you know HIA and basically a send off um, and a couple of errors and a penalty, mate. The only way is up for those guys. I really can't wait to see what the Butchers do this year. They're going to carve up. Yeah, same with you. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to own both of them. It's going to cruel me in two weeks when they have the buy, but like you said, hop good. But there were people that didn't play hot good. There's still people that don't own hot good. Um, I think people went to pod on, but like we all forget, I think we finished the year last year with points flowing because everyone's so fluent with their football. Wingers are scoring tries and our backs are doing well. But to start the year, I think we all come in with the mentality that it's just going to click straight away. But it's them forwards that do the hard work and score most of the points over the first five rounds till. People start to gel again. I feel. Yeah. I was, yeah. If you look at just quickly, if I interrupt there, if, if you go and have a look at um like the the draft stars competition, you know, the fantasy the fantasy um money ball type things, most most of the teams that win there, the three, four, five grand a week, are teams that just get your mid range forwards because they're guaranteed points. Just because you've got a bloke, you know, that's worth a million bucks in the back line, doesn't mean he's going to score. Just means he has a potential to score that. But. <laughs> The teddies of the world are going to score twenty and thirty every now and then. So, just just like fa- fantasy football with cashies, like a super coach has one objective: you need to get more points than what you pay for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's plenty of that on offer this year too. Like to start the, um, there's there's value picks. Like if you had, let's say, hypothetically say you haven't started the year that that well, who would be two people you'd honestly look at bringing in this week? Um, no matter what, like Hotwood would be one if I didn't own for sure. If I had, if I hadn't started that well, uh, look, mate, yeah. you're 100% got to bring in the the Hotwoods of the world. There's probably not too many under underpriced that are like I would I would go Katoa, I would go Hotgood, I would I would 100% get rid of blokes like Garner right now. Um, he was blokes like him had had the potential to score big going to a team that attacks left, but given that they've Lost a bit of direction is one thing, but the mere fact that Garner's only playing 60 minutes now, 
you've got to get rid of him and go to someone that might be sort of, you know, about to fire. Like you, you might get another four games out of Cardi on that on that right edge, punching 59 points and basically base. You might want to go to someone like even like Ford, you know, who's you know, not bottom, not base price. And I know he had a line break, but punching sort of 50 points playing 80 minutes on the left. So there's plenty of cutthroat, um, cut price guys that you can go to. And then you use that coin to try and bump up elsewhere. Like just look at where you're lacking your strike power and, and pump up, whether it's a Grant or a Fafita or a, a Cameron Murray, just someone that's going to keep you, keep your momentum, your momentum going with the rest of the pack. Well, Cam Murray was very impressive um, the other day. He's, he's one that I do regret not freeing up cash for, especially once Nico went down. Um, really could have had him in my side and didn't do it. So that's a regret. Um, but, yeah, he was very impressive, Cam Murray. I would love to get my hands on him as early as I can. I wouldn't be too um, concerned about that one. But you you got to remember the, the forward pack there, they basically had some um, – uh, what was it? Uh, someone someone went off early, didn't they? So he he had to yeah, play he, increased minutes. He, he had to play T'Challa increased minutes. Tatala got knocked out nineteen seconds or something. Yeah, there you go. So he's gone from basically sixty minutes to you know a full a full game. It's not like he scored one hundred and sixty. He's an absolute then, he's an absolute weapon, and he is going to do some do some damage. But he's got he did, remember he did get the inflated minutes, and he's still what seven hundred k or something or other. Jai Arrow done a hammy too in that game. Forgot about that. So there's yeah, a, lot, a lot of injuries. Yeah, a lot of injuries in that game. As it was, I thought you said G came on the bench as well. Yeah, that's right. So I thought you said you'd done a hammy. I'm like, did you go up to the, go to the fridge too quickly? <laughs> no, 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 not me. I'm, I'm nowhere near fast enough to do a hammy these days. <laughs> what are you talking about, Bergs? You're the nimble one out of the group. I, I watch your podcast, mate. I know. Uh the sinew, you don't have to rip the sinew. There's no muscle there. Anyway, <laughs> um, back on a super coach. So, yeah, who are your list of, of the goes this week? You mentioned Ghana. Anyone else on there that you feel you can't afford to wait the extra week on? Well, Ghana's a, an offload. Um, the ones I'm looking at this week, uh, obviously, I want to reass- like everyone, want to reassess King, see how many minutes he gets this week. Obviously, um, Sims coming back into Melbourne and that forward pack rotation might kind of hurt, but I just want to see how many minutes he really gets. But so that's one. Ford's another one. Seeing if he gets 80 minutes again on the left, cut right, and seeing if he gets another four weeks 80, with 80 minutes on the right. Um, and the, the other one that's interesting now is uh, I was all over in preseason, but now that um, Wade Graham's got the suspension, the um, what's it, buddy, what's his name? Left edge of the Sharks is all of a sudden gone. Yeah, he's all of a sudden gone from 60 minutes to 80. But the conundrum there is he's still not cheap. He's not expensive. But he also doesn't have Hines. So how much damage can he do? I think I might kind of wait wait on him. But I think the owners of kind of the owners of uh, him have uh, certainly got some uh, good good prospects there. But th- those are kind of the key the, the key ones at the moment. Yeah, that's the yeah, good chats actually. Um. There was someone else actually. I, I want to ask you about Marshall King. Like you think, like me personally, I like what I've seen from Marshall. I like what I've seen from the Dolphins. But like you pointed out, there was a lot of errors, and they still only scored a couple of points in the grand scheme of things. Um, but I like seeing what I've seen from Marshall King. He looked very crisp out of hooker, and oh, don't quote me, but I, he just. 
he looked like he'd been training with someone that knows how to play hooker, if you know what I mean. I know what you mean, you got, look, you've got to give respect where, where, where respect is due. Hey, I mean, I remember talking to uh, Barnsley um, in, in the preseason, and the one thing he did say is, don't think the Chooks are going to absolutely demolish these guys. Like, they, they, they might, but they've generally come out of the block slow the last sort of few years, whether that's by design or that they just have, or whether um, like coaches sort of, you know, eases them into it and, then, and, and they peak kind of at the right time later in the season. Bennett doesn't have a team of flair that's going to carve anyone up, carve anyone up by fifty points on the day. So, what you were saying is, don't be surprised if they've just been focusing on defense and want to make a game of it, and make them and make the fans proud. So, and that's as that, that's exactly what they did, mate. They they came, they didn't carve up, but they came out, they hit hard, they they did their job, and they they got they got the win, mate. But do they do it again next week? Maybe. Um, but go back, just go back, back and look at Marshall King's stats over the last three years. They're not, they're not exactly world beating, but I'll tell you what, if you can repeat what he did last week, you'd be pretty happy as a coach. Well, they got better and better over the years, old Marshall King, and he finished the year pretty solid last year. I just I remember watching him as a dog supporter and a super coach, and he was starting to handle himself in there a lot better. Yeah, he's one to watch for me, anyway. Um, just your, a quick what, your, just just quickly, what's your price at? Six ten, you recall? Six ten, awkward. Yeah, it's a hard price think, for, for a bloke. I've seen easily sticking up, not Harry Grant averages, but he could easily sit up there as a second or third best, and he'd be a pot all year. Yeah, the only problem there is that you've obviously you've got your je ne sais quoi in fucking Harry Grant that, that mate, everyone's going to want to go to or strive to, strive to get to as soon as they can afford it, right? So what do you do? You've either got to punt the cheese, who you know scored scored pretty ordinarily, but you know had the same sort of thing with the con- concussions and bugger a ball. You've got the kid from Penrith who everyone's praying is going to get more than 15, 20 minutes because he's an absolute fucking weapon, that young kid. So what what happens there? Like, if you're going to – and then you've got uh, Cook in the mix who, although he's got a tough run, he's, he hasn't got that coach who's, you know, just uh, getting him to throw the ball around anymore. Now all of a sudden he's running again. So you've got a, a few more players in the equation that are gunning for those two keepers or one key position because – most people are going to have all want Grant there anyway. Yeah. Judge so, yeah, I, know, I, know, I know what you're saying. Uh, any traps? Can you tell people just to stay away from any traps, in your opinion, next this week coming up? Um, uh, I don't think there's any traps to stay away from because if there are traps, you've already fallen into them, like you know, the Duries of the world and the... Preston's the bloke starts so they get instead of twenty minutes. Um, yeah. I the only the, the only one the only trap I would have is probably the the Garner one. Get out while you can. Sixty minutes. Yeah. I think that was an obvious one. Actually, you, you got you guys have probably watched every every sort of game. Was there a reason why Garner went off at sixty minutes? There was no injury, was there? He just went off, didn't he? Yeah, no, yeah, I yeah. Hooked was it? I th- no, I don't think hooked at all. I think if we look at Kickhour for the last three years, he's never played eighty minutes. Either. Yeah, but Garner's half the size. Garner's half the size, but mate. Yeah, but it's, it's 
He's they've already got the eighty minute eighty minute man in Liam Martin, the seventy minute man in uh Yeo. They need to share the love, like um yeah. Harris commands big minutes. It's just one of them things. Someone's got to give, and and he's the shittest. I hate to say it like that, but he he's he's not the he's not the impact running demolition machine. You know what I mean? He's he's a smaller bloke, runs a decent line. Yeah, maybe true. Oh, he does run decent lines. Um, that, that was one of the frustrating things watching him at the Tigers last year because for for anyone that might have owned him, he, he he was he was a decoy player a lot of times. So they just didn't get it to him. He if he had a really good sort of five eight next to him, he would have he would have punched that line a lot more. He he does run really good lines. So I think look, I think the um, Panthers have a very astute buy in Ghana. I think he's going to be very good for them at the price that he is in real life to fill a hole. But for Super Coach, I don't you can bank on someone having to having to get through the line or play him sixty minutes. I think it's just too hard too hard in the bank. That that four hundred and fifty grand can be better better utilised. In, Ford, Cardi, whatever floats your boat, and that 200 grand can help you upgrade someone like Stefano to almost like a Murray pretty soon. So take your pick, mate. Pick your flavor and just smash them. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. Sweet ass. Nah, that's it, man. Thank you very much for joining us. If you want to catch more of Billy, you can find him on the Supercoach All Stars podcast. Hit him up on Twitter. Say good to Barnsley as well. He's a bit of a legend. He loves you guys. He, uh, he looks around for. Bit of inspiration here and there. Uh, I'm a big fan of Barzi. He's good. He's a good egg. Yeah, I have to tell you that, mate. He, lo- he loves the Bergs. Yeah, he's a legend. <laughs> we, all, we, all, we all love the Bergs, mate. Uh, not everyone. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> I'm a flavour. I can actually, yeah, we love the, we love we love the Bergs. All right, well, um, I'm not on the I'm not on the podcast this week, but Barzi, the uh, oh, Probably got someone a bit more interesting this week, so I'll be on next week. But I'll be uh, sure to give you guys a shout out. So thanks for having me, guys. Always wanted to come on here. Really appreciate it. Pleasure. Cheers. Time, we'll catch up hopefully uh, later in the year. You might do Ted in the bin and see what happens. Hell yeah, I'll be down in Sydney, mate. Don't worry, I'll come visit Bergs. All right, bro. See you, mate. See ya. And we'd like am I am I alive? And we'd like to thank Billy for coming on last night. Um, yeah, thanks for your time, mate. Now, just quickly, boys, I just what we touched on in there, Ghana. Um, either of you lads jump on Ghana? No, I jumped off after the trial. Yeah. I was in Helen's game. Yeah. And so then my Panther Pride's thinking about holding him. Get rid of him, mate. Um, yeah. So yeah. do I have to do that trade this week? I think you should, personally. Who do I go to? Got Egan Butcher. Got Nat Butcher. Don't have Nat Butcher. Probably couldn't afford him. I wouldn't run out this week. No, I don't know. What. Yeah, fifty minutes, fifty-five minutes. Yeah, they, was, they played shock, and he got hooked. Like I'm, I'm, if they were winning, I think he plays out the eighty. Everyone's making a big deal. Zach Hosking's eighteenth man. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
I wouldn't worry about that too much. I do like Zach Hosking. I think that's the thing. There's a lot of people out there that like Zach Hosking. Well, we played 80, I think, on debut for Broncos last year and just tackled everything that moves and ran hit up after hit up. He was a very busy man. Yeah? Yeah. He might he might end his way into the side. I'm not doubting that, but I just don't think there's an issue while he's 18th man. I think Ivan will come out and name him. Yeah, because coaches don't play ducks and drakes or anything. Do they just name their team that they're playing that week? No, nah, but also <laughs> it'll be if if he if he drops Garner because he already likes Garner from the Tigers. So I think if he drops Garner, it's a bit of a fuck you be better. You know what I mean? Like I've given you the shot. If you don't take that shot, I think he'll drop him this week. No, well, that's it. Hopefully not this week. But if he does drop him next week, then yeah, I'll, I'll have to jump off. At least uh, they play the first game, so. Just for me, if you don't have a forward or something like that, that's where I'd be looking to go with him next week if he does fail then. Yeah. So where are you spearing people to go from Ghana in case they do want to pull the trigger this week, that's all. Or an Eli Katoa. I, I, he did no wrong. Yeah, no, exactly. did well out there. Um, he did no wrong at all for me, Katoa. And definitely you can see he, he likes to run a line. He almost got there a couple of times. Yeah. Now we've got some... Oh, what was that, sorry? So I couldn't argue with either of them. Yeah. Now we've got some ones from the, from the live chat. Uh, Roscoe, hey boys. Con, put your shirt back on. Um, Saxon, <laughs> happy International Women's Day, Bergs. Thank you, mate. Mum's out there. Um, last reserve, Tanner Boyd or Ben Murdoch Masilla? Murdoch oh. Masilla for me. And only this week, though, because I assume Jack Bird comes back next week. Jack Bird's lock. Well, yeah, but Tabellan's named at lock. Yeah, out, isn't he? Oh, my bad. Other way around. Bird's named for back at lock. When Debellin comes back, I imagine he, he gets... If not front row for Debellin, yeah. oh no, I've just been booted out of the thing. Good work. Okay. Um, <laughs> what do you got over there? I don't know. Yeah. I think I've got a lot of comments on comments. Shane Foote says, Hammer, no way for me. Uh, Sean O'Vara at Tarpany to Tohu, my only trade this week. Um... Tohu's always the one I miss out on, just so consistent. Can't yeah, disagree. I'm contemplating that myself. Yeah. Who'd you get? Who'd you get to? Tapani Tohu, Sean O'Vara. I didn't have the starting ones though. If you've managed to acquire the starting ones, I'm cheering. Because I'm only halfway down once people have already started talking. Um, also, Sean O, is it worth waiting on Fifi till next week or mad to miss out on this week versus the Dragons? Do you mean? Yeah, that's it for me. Rack him up. He's a monster. It's got to be him or Murray. Got to have one of them. I got one from Vowsy. Champions. What's the name of the engineering place, Bergs? Southcock Hydraulics. There we South go. Southcock Hydraulics. <laughs> Southcock, <laughs> eh? He does. Oh, uh, sorry, boys. That's when it's hanging low anyway. <laughs> uh, g'day, Champions. Thoughts on Arpy? Reckon he'll have a blinder soon. Well, it looks like he's playing 60 minutes to the Tigers, so it's not like they've brought him back as an 80-minute hooker. Yeah, it's a no-go for me. Yeah. Much Jeremy Marshall King, there. if you've got that sort of money... I'd steer towards JMK. Look yep. the goods. I mean, if he's playing 80 minutes, cheering. What a legends. Who's your VC and captain choices for the week? Um, Con will get up the teams. We'll get back to that one for you in a second. What a holding Munster, guys. Is that a good idea for sh- for footy? If he's only out for two weeks, it could be a master stroke. If he's out for four, it could be, you know, what crawls you at the start of the season. I couldn't advise you to do it. Yeah. I'd probably be selling. Really? Yeah. Why? You don't know the time frame. Because it could be a month. 
Four weeks, 800-odd K on the bench. That's a lot to start your year. Yeah. Well, if you're only playing head-to-head, keep him. What if it's so a one-two-week pro process? Like... They haven't. He's had surgery. It's two to four. Really? Yeah, he had surgery three, as soon as he landed back in Melbourne, bro. All right. Matty Drew. Juzzy, you got to relax, mate. You picked your side for a reason regardless <laughs> on how they scored and how many times does chasing points work. No, I'm not actually looking really at chasing mad points. I'm telling Matty A. <laughs> no, well, that's the thing. I'm not looking at chasing points, and I, I get that. I'm looking at chasing cash at the start of the game, right? First six weeks, just about making sure I don't lose too much cash, so I keep a lot of value throughout my team. That's what I'm aiming for. So like I said, downgrades to people that are going to hold their score at the very least, so it's easily upgradable back to the people that I want. And that's what he's doing, Matty? Going grey with contingencies. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not going grey. I've just I've got an idea, and I want to see if it fucking works. No, good luck. We need you to go well in the Pod Masters. Um, I've got the team to you if you want to do the Watto's question. Yeah, Watto back to Watto's question. Um, well, the first two games: Panthers, Rabbitohs, and Eels, Sharks. I probably would touch anyone in those ones. I mean, like you could always VC Nath. Nico, if he was available, but obviously not. So I wouldn't really go near the Sharks. we got Broncos-Cowboys next. Probably steer clear of that one, too. And you got Roosters-Warriors. So I'm probably going to VC Teddy. I'm going to back him in after last week. Yeah. Uh, Dolph- Where is it at, actually? Is it in... Allianz. Is that Sydney, yeah? Good yeah. stuff. You guys going to... No interest in I'll, Teddy? I'll, I'd, I'd definitely look at VC and Teddy. I'll be contemplating, yeah. Dolphins Raiders? Nope. No. Uh, Storm Bulldogs. Now, Harry Grant's obviously. He seems like a fairly safe captain. Yeah, right. Conversation. At least vice captain, if you're not well, going on the Teddy route. I've seen a comment. I, I don't know who commented. When I get to it, I will give you the credit a bit. I think it was Maddie. It was Maddie. Drew, good on you, Maddie. Um, Grant only scores 60 without that try in overtime anyway. Yeah. How come, and he said, he, how come no one's threatening to kick him out of their size? Because he's pulled a solid <laughs> 0.8 PPM and he's not going to drop cash. Um, he scored that try. That's the thing with Harry. He's a wizard. He should maintain that price. He's the only one that's shown that form out of the gates. Look, I'm not saying I'm trading Cleary this week. I'm saying I'm considering it as an option, which I can hold off until ultimately round three, like after the first price change. I'm considering it. Either he's got Harry. Yeah. Are you going to capture him or vice him this week? Yeah, considering. Um, if I'm vicing Teddy, um, I'd probably vice Teddy and Captain Dave well, Feeder. Well, the next game you got Tigers Knights. I'm going to go KP this week. You're going to captain, captain him. I'm going to captain KP. <laughs> provided Teddy doesn't kill it. Yeah. Um, if not, it could be a late game day swap to Dewey. To Dewey, yeah. It'd be one of those two, but I think. I like David Vita's involvements last week. Um, like we've talked about in the past. Well, that's the last game, Dragons, Titans. That's where I'll probably, if I, Teddy, if I don't go Teddy or um, Harry. Harry Grant as a VC or into a captain, I'd definitely strongly look at Dave Vita, especially if Boren does miraculously pull through. Mm. But yeah. He's bringing it home. Cheering. You'll know. So if Dewey's Paz, another good option. If Poz doesn't play, I'm not touching David. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that too. Yeah, so uh, Juzzy Askew, yeah, the boys, Juzzy. 
Um, Dean Edward, any word on Munster? Yeah, two to four. He had surgery as soon as he landed back oh, in no. Melbourne. In any world, is Munster a hold or have if you have started with him? Yeah, you can guarantee two weeks. Yeah, if it's guaranteed two weeks, I'd hold. But with like the boys said, four weeks. Two weeks is a minimum of surgery, but isn't it? Because of staph infection and shit. Yeah, it would have to be. I'm pretty sure. So, uh, Lewis said, "Yeah, don't waste the train, Louis." Right, yeah. Louis. Shout out, Louis. Sorry, Louis mate. Jackson. Sorry, mate. Sorry, sorry. Don't waste the trade on Cleary. <clears throat> he will do Cleary things soon enough. I fully agree with that. Um, Sean, no, take the gamble next week if Cleary and Teddy fail this week. Make the coin elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Doing exactly what you're talking about. That's the plan. Um, I haven't even mentioned that Teddy's my other target, but at that price, yes, he is. All right, one that's not so much a comment. This is a actual question. Mark Stair. Hold Totola and play Utum and big play big Steph, or drain the bank and bring in Cotter. Did you not get that? Hold like he's obviously got Totola, who's yeah, not named I, I this got week it, I from Headnot. So that means he has Spend to play the bank getting Cotter. Yeah, Cotter. You don't want to be carrying big Steph or. Well, Totola's due back next it's week. It's just a concussion protocol, short turnaround. Yeah, no reason. I don't think you want either of them as you start in front rows. Tavita Totola's touted as a bit of a cash cow this year. It looks like he's the start in front row for South. He's going to be doing a lot of work out there. Start in front row last year. Been starting front row for a couple of years. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. But yeah, Cotter, if not a Welch or a Payne Haas. Yeah, see, w- Welch, is, Welch and Collins are my man. Um, Shawno. <coughs> Shawno Barrett. Big Shawno. How are you, bro? Uh, Tarpany to Tohu. My only trade this week. Tohu. I've already done this one. Have you? Yeah. Okay, so you, I'm caught up to where you are then. Beauty. Keep going. Cheers, lads. You're up to Brad's thing. Oh, yeah? If not Brad's thing, while you're loading Brad's... Not. Good evening, Supercoaches. Welcome to Supercoach 2023. I hope you all had a great first opening week. I only had a very so-so week. I only got 1,065, but it was a... A few dramas and dilemmas in my team, which I'm going to try and fix up this week. Um, I wish I followed my own advice sometimes and got some players, which I didn't get. But we'll uh, we'll arrest that this week and hopefully I, I can go a little bit better. Um, welcome to all the boys in there at the 360 headquarters. I hope the uh, Caravan of Chaos is going off tonight. And uh, Con, congratulations. I know you got a terrific, you got a belter of a score, mate. So well done. Um, yeah, you show the rest of us how it's done. Now, um, last week, uh, uh, in the 360 Facebook page, uh, there's an article there regarding Sean Johnson, and I made some comment and put up some statistics that showed that Sean Johnson, um, probably is not the worst buy in the world, although I, I won't touch him ever again, but, um, the point was, if you had Tanner Boyd, uh, in your halves, uh, I was sort of pointing out for nearly the same money, only a little bit extra, that Sean Johnson statistically was a much better purchase than um, than sticking with Boyd. Um, and one uh, fellow there said that I was absolutely off my rocker, which you know, I probably am, but um, I did offer up a bet. I told him, I said, um, I'd pay tw- if uh, Sean Johnson didn't score as much as Tanner Boyd, um, that I would pay $20 into the uh, Matty Wilson 
uh, fundraiser, which you can find on the uh, uh, Off the Bench Facebook page. Um, I, uh, as history proved, he actually, uh, Sean Johnson, well and truly belted uh, Tanner Boyd's score, uh, you know, by a fair, well, I reckon by, by a bit. I think it was about 20 points between them. Um, but at any rate, uh, he didn't take me up on the bet, but I'll throw the 20 bucks in anyway. Uh, Matty Wilson is a super coacher who's fallen on uh, a bit of a tragedy of times recently. So we've uh, a bunch of people in the community have tried to put some money together for him. So, yep, I'll uh, honor, <laughs> I'll pay his 20 bucks because he wouldn't he wouldn't pick me up on the bet. Anyway, that's the way it goes. Now, so uh, this week I put up an article, a PPM as usual. Um, it's got the usual suspects in there, really. Most people, and I'm not going to dwell on it much because most people uh, in the Supercoach world, just about every article you see is spoken about these people that I also have spoken about. So there's a Tahu Harris, there's a Pat Carrigans, there's uh, Reese Robson, Jeremy Marshall King, all did fantastic. Uh, Jake, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jackson Ford, um, you know, fantastic points per minute. And you seriously, any of those players, if you can afford them, you're probably, uh, the reason I highlighted them is because going forward, they, they have a, a base of consistency there that um, looks like it'll serve you well. Um, you know, I didn't highlight players, obviously, like Cherry Evans. I mean, you know, his score is highly inflated by those attacking stats, which which aren't going to be there every single week. Um, and there's a few others that are, are very similar to that, although I, I love those high-ceiling players. Um, I'm also trying to get a bit of consistency in, in my team at this time of year. Um, and, and so, you know, that, that's why the, the players that I've mentioned are there. Now, there is one player which we'll have a look at here. Um, okay, there he is there. That's uh, Davy Mole. Mole. Davey Mulway, uh, bottom price, uh, front row forward, 234000 reason I mention him this week, if you've got some problems or you need to find a bit of cash to try to fix up problems elsewhere in your team, um, bottom price, 234000 I think he got around about 42 or 43 uh, points this week. Um, I'd have to go back, so I'm only going on memory. Uh, it's in the low 40s there somewhere. Um at a very good points per minute sort of ratio, it came on at I think about the 30 minute mark. Did rather well. Um, did benefit by a few extra minutes uh, in uh, the fact that there were a few injuries to the South Sydney forwards, and some of those injuries have not been um, uh, rectified this week. In fact, uh, South Sydney are going to debut another young front rower. However, this bloke's got a tiny bit of NRL experience already. He's already got a good points per minute. Um, and I think with those injuries to the South Sydney forwards, at least over the next three to four weeks, um, you could see a few uh, nice minutes that are going to see some price rises come floating your direction. Um, if he could do 40 every single week, I mean, that's a great third front rower um, to have sitting there. So do give him some serious consideration because uh, I think he could be one to really watch out for. Now, boys, now I'm going to ask you as a question. Um, I love watching the Rapanas of the world. You know, they, he's a lunatic. He's a friggin' lunatic. But it's like watching a train wreck. 
You know, you just you sit there watching a the game, just waiting for something crazy to happen, and inevitably, usually, one out of every two games it does. You know, BJ Lua was another one that was just you're just waiting for that moment that um, just some wild sort of crap is going to happen. Um, so over uh, in here, we'll just have a quick look here at this fella. Oh, it's sensational, isn't it? Oh, that's good stuff. Now, the point is, is, uh, uh whoop. Uh, the point being is that, uh, I love watching players like Matt Eye. To smash him, you know, like, and you would wait, you'd sit there. He was hopeless to supercoach. So this isn't really about supercoach because the players like BJ Lalu or Rapana or all, um, you know, someone like Steve Maddow I were really, really good at turning it on, jamming in and just giving, ripping out that great tackle. Um, so, boys, I want you to tell me who, who is probably hopeless at supercoach but you love to watch. Who do you love sitting there and watching, just waiting for that moment, that train wreck sort of moment or brain explosion just just go off? Is it Radley or you got another one that you sort of like watching that's a bit loose out there? I don't mind watching some of those loose players every now and again. Um, they, you know, they are nuts. So uh, and they make the fun game fun, enjoyable to watch, almost as fun as watching my own players run around from a super coach team in in another team. But. Um, that's the question, boys. So give us your ideas, give us your thoughts. Who is your lunatic player you love to watch? And you just hang on the edge of your seat waiting for that moment. Uh, until next week, everybody, just uh, have a great week. Don't rage trade too much. That's the only uh, uh, bit of advice I really have for you this week. Um, you know, your, your players like, uh, look, if you started with Burton, you're stuck with him. Don't, don't get rid of him just yet. Wait until at least the second week in. Um, and there's a few other players like Teddy. I see people trading Teddy out and that. Don't rage trade yet. Save some of your trades if you can um, and make a, a more informed decision probably next week. All right, till next week, uh, stay safe and enjoy your super coaching. See you, guys. I don't think it will be the same. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, for me, Braddo, at the moment... Um, I like watching Nathan Brown bring it back from Parramatta, if he's still at Parramatta, if he can go to the Tigers, but he brings it back off the back fence, like he leaves nothing, nothing out of his run, you know what I mean, he just, it's a lunatic's run, <laughs> like it's, it's fucking mental, <laughs> but yeah, and um, probably him, him just off the top of me head, there's heaps more, but just off the top of me head, him, who's yours? I've got to go one that's still playing, just, and one that's just retired. Yeah. The one that's still playing is a train wreck one. I just love to watch, you know, something's going to happen sooner or later, and that's Josh Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. He's just got it in him. There's just something there where anything mm. can happen at any time. He'll trip you. And the one that I used to love for his passion and just his lunacy was James Graham. He was just a nutter, and that one time with Mitch Brown in particular really just resonates with me. I loved it. Jazz, All right, thanks, Brett. Nah, any, not yeah, really. Yeah. KP's my lunatic, for sure. Lee Martin. Yeah, Lee Martin does.
Do lunatic shit. Hey, look, look, Rappanet does lunatic shit, but he doesn't tend to do lunatic shit when he's scoring. He tends to do it when he's defending, and that's he ends up doing gnarly shit. Whereas, KP, when KP does it when he's defending, he does it properly, and he just comes in from like under the goalpost out to the sideline and just brains some dude pretty much into the stands. It's amazing. Like he jumps sideways at dudes. No one else in the NRL does that. Like, straight up, he'll throw his body on the line, like, literally throw his body on the line. It's amazing to watch. Just get your head out of the way, KP. Yeah. Tell you what, Paddy Carrigan started doing it a bit last year, too. He was in everything last year, and he was throwing his body into the hit-ups just as much as he was throwing him into the tackles, so he'd be one I'll be watching over the next couple of years, old Paddy. I think. I also enjoy watching Big Nelson, Jared. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, that's it. The guys have a bit of mongrel in them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did find else, did find some more questions. <clears throat> um, I can't find them, but <laughs> I do remember one from Dave Dave Whitley. I think it's a Whitley. Is maybe. Dylan Brown an option at five eight for Munster? Yeah, answer that for him. Oh, I'm a note. Not about Sean Lane for me. Yeah, they looked rough the other night, man. I think Dewey. Yeah, Dewey's a better option. KP, yeah, might even lean towards AJ over him. Yeah, yeah. I say Cody because he had a stinker too. He'll yeah. go on a run, no doubt. But I mean, PA yeah, Parramatta look clunky as all heck, and they've got like the dogs. They got a lot of uh, changes to get used to. Yeah. Right, just a quick reminder: if you are running comps this year, or you just want to be super coach cool and get yourself a ring, get a hold of. The people at supercoachchampions.com, they do all sorts of rings for all sorts of sports. So if it's not just supercoach and that, you, you are into your NFL and fantasy leagues and other stuff. They do all sorts of rings for that. And, um, yeah, if you get a hold of them, they will look after you. If it's in a 20-man league, I'm pretty sure he says five bucks each for a ring in the end. So that's, at the end of the day, it's... More of a glory thing every time you have the boys around, you can uh, whip it out. So, how you going, big fella? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, boast about your ring. But, um, yeah, so that's it. Oh, actually, one more from Matty Drew. Anyone looking at Sean Russell? Considering it, but watch an act at this point. Yeah, that's it, I'm just looking. Well, yeah, let me tell you, he did very well in the trials again. I think he averaged... We didn't have average. He Played scored. Played back in the second game. Oh, did he? Yeah. We got 80 odd, I think, too. So that was something I was looking at because he first game last year scored 80 odd as well. So it means seven, he's I think, and that was it. Decent, decent finisher. That's all that says to me. So because he finished the year so early. No, just he's he's scoring 80s every time he takes the field. It's someone I'm looking at, you know. Um, even if it was in a trial match. One of them. <laughs> but, yeah. So he does. I think that's about it for tonight. Yeah. Stay coaching, coaches. See you next time. Cheers. Peace.